My name is Brianna, and I welcome you to the Tales of Adventure, a D&D podcast like no other. I'm a green gnomish girl, and I have really big ears and big yellow eyes, and I'm not really involved in the podcast right now, which is, I, you know, I think I would do really well in it, but no, I just, well, currently, I'm kind of busy, you know, building things and looking for my papa and things like that. Muggle of Mernig is a goblin, but she was raised by a gnome, so therefore she's a gnome. And I stand I at about three feet tall, and I I have a really cute tail, and yeah, I'm really tiny and cute. <laughs> Hello there, little one. What brings you here? Um, I uh, heard that you were looking for people to interview and stuff, and I, I don't know, I thought it sounded interesting. Tra- I like to travel and... Didn't speak with adventure nerds, but I didn't know word was spreading about it. Are you an adventurer too? I was, for a long part of my life, and I guess you could say I still am, but I'm more, more of a wanderer. Ooh, a wanderer. That sounds a lot more, like, mysterious and stuff. That does give me a narrative mystery, now that you mention it, but I mostly just... Travel around, get, listening to people's stories, and keeping in on different situations around the world. Oh, that sounds so lovely. I'm sure you've heard like a lot of really good stories. I'm so sorry. I didn't. I didn't introduce myself. And she'll hold out her hand. My name is Moglov Mernik. What's your name? My name is Istrada. It's a pleasure to meet you, little one. It's a pleasure to meet you, tall one. She looks up at you with her big, big yellow eyes, and they're sparkly and cute. Mistra just kind of gently pats her head impulsively, just because it's too damn cute. Um, you hear a little bit of, like, whirring, and she's wearing uh, purple overalls, and in the front pocket, you see this little tiny construct po- poke out, and it flies up and, like, whirs around your head and, like, lands on your shoulder and gives you, like, one of the cat head bumps. Oh. oh, and who is this little friend? Oh, that's Liz. She is my um, research companion, and um, she like collects like data and things for me and helps me build things. Well, at least that's a tiny version. Research, you say? What is it you're researching? She looks a little sheepish and like scratches the back of her neck. Well, you see, um, I'm looking for my papa, and I have some theories on to what happened, but um, I don't really know yet. Uh, it was some sort of magical force that uh, I don't really understand. Um, I don't use magic, so it's been a little difficult to um, to study, but I'll find him, and I'll find out what happened, so it doesn't happen to someone else. I'm sorry to hear that you lost your father. What happened? What do you know so far? Well, my papa was an amazing inventor, and in Stoneboro's Down, um, we had a little workshop, and we would build things together. He he took me in when I was a baby, 
and I guess the villagers didn't really like that, so we lived a little bit just outside of town. And we were hired to build this sort of, some sort of device. And this was a while ago, I was, I was pretty young. But someone, whoever, I think it was, I'm not sure who did it. Currently, I think it was the person who hired us to build the thing. But he, they took it and they framed my papa for a crime. And then he disappeared. But I think I see him sometimes, but it's not him. And it's it's very I, I I don't know. That's terrible. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Have you been alone since then? Yeah, but it's okay. I had a group of friends and we were traveling together, but we ended up parting ways. Um, so I'm back to searching on my own, and um, it's okay. It's kind of weird because. Every time I go places, it seems like people don't like me, and I don't know why. That's tragic. Sometimes people can be ridiculous when it comes to people who are different. It's a shame. If anyone bothers to take the time to get to speak to you, they'll see you're the sweetest thing in the world. And she gets a really big grin on her face again, and her eyes are happy and sparkly. Oh, oh goodness. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That makes me feel better. So you you mentioned you traveled for a while. When, how did you meet these friends? Well, I had gotten a lead and I went up to... Oh, I forgot the name of the city. Uh, something about the Dawn Father. And there was a bunch of um, bird people. They called themselves the Kurai. And we had to help them fight off this like... It was like a blight that was happening in the city and there was like cultists and stuff and I think the main cultist got away and we were going to look for him but then we ended up in uh, this really really big city it was called um, Sidi Qasem and it was huge and I was I'm really small and I didn't like it and I come from the countryside and I'd never seen so many people in my life and then we got a job in that city, but then after it finished, our druid friend had to... He got word from a, a, one of his friends that he had to leave. So then it was me, and um, Sal, and Miavaris. But then Miavaris had to go back to her town because her, her, something happened with her family. And then Sal ended up kind of disappearing into the shadows again. He was a thief, and he was like involved with the Thieves Guild. He didn't think I knew, but I totally knew. But yeah, he ended up kind of going back to that. And then, yeah, we ended up splitting up. So I left the big city really fast because I, I tried to give it a chance and like, maybe I'll change my mind and like, maybe I'll like it and stuff, but I, I did not, so. Big cities are easy to get lost in. It's probably a good thing you chose somewhere much quieter. And everyone is so tall. So tall. And I'm so small. Oh, I'm sure you'll grow a little taller in time, little one. I don't know. Gnomes are pretty tiny. I don't think I'm going to get much taller than this, but that's okay. It makes it easier to hide when oh. you're small. That is a very fair point. And I'm, I see you have experienced much more than most would have if they were twice your age. 
It's been, um, it's been a long year. Yeah. So all that happened within the past year? Mm-hmm. That you were dealing with the cultists? Yeah. Oh gosh, it was so long ago now. I was gonna say, I forgot the name Imagine. of the cultists. They worshipped the Void Mother. And most of the Kurai worshipped the Dawn Father. So there was like two factions and they were fighting. And this cultist got like, I don't know, like corrupted somehow. And I don't know, it was really weird. And she'll like pull down the collar of her shirt just a little bit. And she has like this like almost shimmery looking scar. And it's like really dark. And she'll show, it's like right near her collarbones, like the part of her chest where she was hit. And she'll show that and she'll say, and they had like this weird magic and they were making people sick. And um, I was cured, but um, it kind of left like this really weird looking scar. Oh, that must have hurt a lot. It did. It, it yes, it did. And I, I couldn't, it was like really hard to fight and stuff. So my, I definitely was carried around by my friends until they could get me help. Yeah. They must have been very good friends indeed. It's a miracle you survived, especially being so small and so young. I was lucky. I hope they're all doing okay. I'm sure they are, and I bet your papa would be very proud of how brave you were. I hope so. I really want to make him proud. And I'm sure that I'll find him. I think I see him because he's still alive, so... Where is it that you see him? <laughs> it's like... It doesn't happen often. It's probably actually... It's... One, two... I've seen him three times. And it's like... He kind of looks like a ghost. But I didn't get to talk to him. Like, I'll see him and then... He'll disappear, and I, I want to think he shows up when I get close to finding. So, what have you been able to learn or figure out so far? I think I have this name, the, the Lost Boys. Um, I don't know who they are, and... Most people don't know who they are. They're an elusive group. Have you heard of them? Only whispers and rumors. I tend to work in the shadows to keep an eye keep an eye on things and make sure that the world stays safe as much as I can. You hear things every now and then, but nothing concrete when it comes to them. Oh, I was gonna say, if you know where they are, or a general location, that would be really helpful. I'll see what I can find out. I'm sure one of my people knows where they can be found. Yeah. That's really all I know. And looking at my papa's note, his notes and everything about our project, and looking through that, I think something about why we were hired for the job had something to do with the Lost Boys, but I don't know exactly what. And I think that my, I don't understand magic, and it's really hard for me to study it because I work with my hands, and she'll hold up her little goblin hands and they're covered like they're they look like you know mechanics hands right they're they have like the <laughs> grease on them and like it looks like she's tried scrubbing it off but they're still like just that little bit dirty from working with her hands and 
that whole thing. Like, I work with my hands, and I don't... Uh, magic is so much harder to study, but I think, looking at this, I've gone to a couple different magic users. Uh, I think one of them was a wizard, and then I went to a church to talk to some clerics, and I think, between what they both said, I think the magic might have something to do with souls, soul binding, something in that vein. But again, I have very serious magic indeed. And I don't think my papa was a magic user, but I feel like you'd have to be to understand what the machine needed. Unless they were working with a wizard and like maybe a magic user put the runes on it and we just built the casing for it. But I don't... I have like bits and pieces of this information and to me it doesn't really make sense. A lot of stuff to do with magic and such things can be very confusing indeed. Have you been able to learn anything more about the person who hired your father to do this? All I know is that their correspondence is they would sign their letters as M. That's uh... Doesn't narrow things down very much. Did you never meet them? Or anyone connected to them? I never met with them. My papa would meet with them. But they would also send contacts. And I think, if I'm remembering right, I think it was a different person each time. So, it was a really shady job. Sounds like it, indeed. Especially if a person sends a different contact each time they're trying to go unnoticed by someone or something. and trying to remain hidden as much as possible, which is not always a good sign. No. And I don't think my papa knew. Because when we took the job, it was kind of... It was during um, a pretty bad winter, and the farmers were really struggling, and there wasn't a lot left over from the harvest. So there was kind of a famine. Our town's really hard to get to, so not a lot of traders were coming in, and... When we were offered the job, and when we were offered coin, I understand why my papa couldn't say no. He was caught in a rough situation to either accept the gift from the mysterious stranger who no doubt bodes ill, or face a winter with not enough to provide. It's, I guess he had to do what he thought was best, which is the lesser of two evils. My papa took really good care of me, and he... I think he was part of, like... The town was so small that they didn't really have, like, any guards or anything, so it was kind of like the town would watch out for each other, and, um... He was part of a, like... He was part of, like, the scouting party, and they would use, like, his constructs and things to, like, keep the city safe and um that was how they found me as a baby and um after my papa disappeared um i heard some things and i guess a lot of people didn't want him to keep me but he did anyway and he was very good i had a very good life and i hope that i know things won't be the same but i i hope that i can bring him back i hope so too little one if there is anything I can do to help, let me know, alright? I will. And she'll nod and she looks at the ground and she's kind of like poking in the dirt with her toes. Her little goblin feet, she's got a digitigrade 
beats, so shoes don't really fit. So she's usually barefoot, so she's digging her toes in the dirt. <laughs> Esther just kind of starts, like, pet, like petting her head soothingly. So, are you a builder like your papa? Oh, definitely. Everything I learned was from him. Um, he taught me everything I know about machines. I'm pretty good with a wrench, I do <laughs> have to say. I can imagine. What are some of the things you have built? Well, I built Liz, which is her little lizard. She'll hold her up. But Liz is part... Um, this is like the smaller version. The bigger version, um, she actually helps me if like there's bandits and stuff. So there is... Um, she like... I guess it's kind of like a hamster ball. <laughs> that she like... Because Liz is kind of... I don't know how to explain this. She's like the brain. She's the controller sort of thing. And... Yeah. So when she gets into... It's like putting a battery in something, right? So when she enters mm -hmm. the hamster ball, like the, the whole thing, like she can like fight in it. It's hard to explain. But yeah, she gets bigger. So it's like a construct within a construct. Yeah, kind of. And... I've also helped my party. I gave one of my party members, I took their bow and I kind of made it into like a stronger bow. I like rigged it up so that uh, the arrows um, packed a little bit more of a punch. I've also made, I made a kind of like some prank stuff too. Like, um, oh, what was, uh, there was a few things that I made. It was a, well, I guess less prank stuff, more, th more like things to help me escape. There was this little, like, it was a little ball that I could control, and it held, um, if I wanted to, if someone was chasing me, uh, the ball would go behind me, and I could have it open up, and it would release, like, a liquid that would make them slip, so then that would give me more time to run away. I also made, like, these little tiny explosives and, like, sticky bombs, um, when I was with my party. I mostly like building things like Liz, though, because they're really cute, and I think, I don't know, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up, so I really like having Liz around, so I tried to give that to people, too. You seem very, very talented for someone so young. You should be proud of yourself. I think I am. I, I think I'm... I guess it's hard to feel proud when... I haven't really found what I'm looking for yet. It can take time, especially you've done you've done a great job so far from what I've seen. You're trying to understand something that sometimes even those who have magic have trouble understanding how it works and you're trying you've done so much on your own also and even what you did with your party. You're far braver and more talented than many people I know who have been on this earth for a very long time and have had access to more resources than you have. That means a lot, thank you. I try really, really hard. One thing you'll need to learn in this world is you can't let the way other people look at you change how you feel about yourself. You have more value than they may ever realize, but... You should be proud of what you can do, and don't be afraid to prove them wrong. Show these people that your papa was right to take you in. Prove them wrong. I like that. I think I can do that. And for all those who say your papa's gone, you can prove them wrong by finding him. That's also true. 
I know the town could really use my papa right now. And I know you could use him too. But until then, you can help the town in this place. Help protect this home. I'll try. I They kind of didn't want me there anymore. Which was another reason why I left. But I, I can try to help from afar. Yes, you can. And you can travel. You can learn. You can... Learn how to build new things and help other people. I do try to help do people a lot of good, everywhere I go. They usually treat me better after I do that, so I'm just gonna keep doing that. And yeah, I... It's all gonna work out. I know it will. It has to, right? I mean... That is true. Yeah. It's one of those things where I see the fire in your eyes. You will find a way to make it work and achieve all that you're determined to achieve because if you ask me, what's the other option? Let other people tell you what you can't do? Let other people decide who and what you're going to be? That's true. It takes a lot of courage to step out into the world on your own. You're very brave. I really needed to hear that. Thank you. I've been really down on my luck lately and I'm... Thank you. And she'll give like a really big smile and show off her little gobble teeth. So have you been able to gather any data or information on what kind of magic it, what the device was using? Between the wizard that I talked to and the clerics, it looks like that it was probably some sort of soul-binding magic, but I have no idea how that works. And I'm guessing that the people that my papa was working with probably had to have magic users, because I know my papa didn't really use magic. I mean, we have like a little bit, but not like anything... I don't know. The machines do the magic for us, you know? Yes, soul binding. It's a very small sector of magic. I may know a few people... Well, a few that are actually trustworthy that may be able to answer some of your questions. I was actually going to go visit them for other reasons. Would you care to join me? I would love to! Yeah! It'll make me feel better knowing that you're not traveling on your own as well. Eh, I'm a lot tougher than I look. And so is Liz. And she'll give uh, Liz a little scratch on the head and the little construct kind of like does the cat head bump thing against her hand. Of that I have no doubt. But I, I do know of a few people that I may be able to convince to help. I would definitely be interested in going if you need a friend. I would very much enjoy your company and I also know some people who are also good at building things that you may have fun spending some time with. Other tinkerers? I would really really love that. I have so many questions and I just want to learn so much. Yes, some of the ones I work with are usually not that inclined towards taking on apprentices or anything like that, but many of them owe me a favor and I'm sure it would be impossible for anyone to say no to you. Oh, I kind of hope so. <laughs> Alright, well, I'll be in town for another few days, but I'll make sure that you're with me when I leave, and hopefully in the meantime we'll be able to find some answers of how to find your father. I would love that. I'm currently staying at the Wayward Traveler's Inn. It's like right over there, and she'll point like down the street and there's like um, the, the sign in the distance. Ah, I'm staying there as well. This works out. Yay, perfect! I have a feeling you will very much enjoy where we're going, but for now, are you hungry? Do you need anything to eat? 
Oh, that sounds really good. Do you want to go get dinner? I would love to. I know a really good place. You should follow me. She'll like gesture with her hand and like start skipping off. Mr. just gets up and follows her. She was not planning on this, but by God, she's going to help this child. She's just too cute. <laughs> of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it.